I need your help making a decision. <laughs> I've had, uh, okay, here's the deal. In two weeks, I turn 38, and I've just had this thought rolling around in my mind as I've been thinking about the future of this podcast and what this year looks like. I've been thinking, man, what what if I tried one one last time? What if I tried to do a commitment to the daily Guinness every day that I'm 38? What if I drank a pint of Guinness and I recorded daily episodes with the podcast along with the, going back and diving back in and doing longer conversations with the podcast? Is this like this could be something that could be a really magical unknownness to the year or it could be the dumbest freaking idea I've ever had. I don't know. So here's the deal. None of this bullshit. Uh, go on iTunes, rate, comment, subscribe. No, I. if you have my cell number, <laughs> I need you to send me a text and say either what your opinion is on whatever your opinion looks like when it comes to this or... Uh, if maybe if you maybe if you're not a personal friend of mine, uh, if you don't my email, you don't my cell, head over to Instagram. My uh, handle on that is at the Rob Morgan, and I genuinely would love for you to send me a direct message and give me your opinions whether I should dive into this or if it's a horrible idea. If you do decide to reach out and become part of the conversation, because that's what, I mean, that's the cool thing. I really think this could be a cool conversation, bringing back the podcast hotline and like having a real genuine commitment to it. So that's really cool. The problem is, one of the problems is I'm a little insecure about jumping on and sharing my thoughts and opinions on a regular basis because I can be such a bullshitter. Like, I cannot tell you how many times in my life I, like I'm talking, whether it's with friends or on the podcast or whatever. I'm, 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 words are coming out of my mouth and halfway through my thought, I realize that I no longer actually agree with myself. I've changed my mind in the span of a, of a few sentences. Uh, <laughs> it happens way too often in life. And along with just calling myself out on my own bullshit, which would happen a ton on this, is that I feel like I'm full of contradictions in life. And these contradictions are actually what's led me to share this thought with you today. And the contradictions, okay, well, first, first of all, uh, for myself, I am, I am this, and this contradiction with my relationship with rules. On one hand, I freaking love knowing the rules about something. I, this is so nerdy. I, right behind me on my shelf is a three wing, three, uh, is a three wing binder uh, that has all my owner's manuals to a bunch of different things in it. Like I, man, this is so nerdy, but like if I get a guitar pedal, that has like a bunch of MIDI capabilities or I'm, I actually read the owner's manual front to back. Uh, okay. To my left here, I've got my Leica M6 film camera. I have read the owner's manual for that knowing, okay, where is the light meter? Uh, where in the, in, in the viewfinder is the light meter reading so I can get a proper spot metering situation. Okay. What, how many, how do I, what's the proper way to load film in this thing? What's the best way to do? Like, I want to know the limitations of things. Um, if I'm playing a board game with friends, I'm I'm always the one that wants to look at the rule book. I, I've, if we've never played it before, Sarah and I are learning a new board game, 
I will read the rule book. And then at some point, once I ingest it and understand it, and I don't think this, I don't think of this annoys her. I think she, she does appreciate this, but then I'll say, okay, here's, here's the rules, a basic outline of them. This is the goal. This is what you can do. This is what you can't do. So on this, on one hand, I love knowing the rules and the limitations of things. And then on the other hand, I have spent the majority of my life when it comes to uh, seasons of life where I there's I have like leadership or authority over me, whether it's like school teachers or my parents. Uh, I was always the one getting in trouble for pushing the rules. So on one hand, rules, want to know them, don't give a shit about the ones that matter. Uh, I've always had like this contradiction in my life. And so today... I was listening to an interview with Steve Martin, uh, and he was talking. The interview was talking about uh, his movie, The Jerk. It's one of my favorite movies from back in the day, uh, and it was actually one of hit one of the first. I think it was the first screenplay that Steve Martin ever wrote. And he was talking about it, and he was saying how uh, the reason why he thinks that the movie has had such a longevity and is because it felt so fresh and innocent. And it was uh, kind of comedically groundbreaking. A lot of it was material from his standup and he was putting stuff in it. And his whole deal was talking about the reason it felt so fresh is because he was a totally novice screenwriter. He didn't know any of the rules to screenwriting. And so on one hand you have, that right, like going to something, don't know, knowing, not knowing the rules for Steve Martin writing the jerk was a massive benefit, which pairs up to uh, Sarah and I were watching Arnold Schwarzenegger's new, uh, it's like a three part documentary on Arnold Schwarzenegger's life on Netflix right now. I think it's just called Arnold. And there was this moment in the documentary at the very end when it was going talking about his um, political career. Uh, that one of his associate, one of its associates, uh, talked about one of the benefits to Arnold's success in life was that he never really knew the rules when he came to when he moved to America from Austria. When he started getting into bodybuilding, when he started moving from bodybuilding and to being an actor, when he moved from being an actor to getting into politics, each of these transitions, when he started something new, he didn't know the rules. And so that brought a freshness to it. And so he had his own voice in each of his mediums. So on the one hand, I've got this really uh, interesting side of like, okay, if you're an artist right now, if you're listening to this, by the way, chances are you are creating something, whether you're a musician or a writer or whatever. So the contradiction, I've like contradicting thought in my life is, okay, so do you, is it better to know the rules of a medium if you're a songwriter, is it better to know the rules of songwriting? Is it to, better to know the theory or to come at it from a fresh perspective, not knowing anything what you're doing and just completely uh, making things up for you? There are so many bands and so many artists that I love that came in to music and didn't know theory. They didn't know how to read music. They didn't know. They just they were in their own little world making stuff up. And then on the other hand, I've got other artists 
that I've loved. Okay, like right now, Sting and the police come to mind. Sting is, he was a music teacher before he, he and the police brew up, uh, brew, brew up uh, before he and the police blew up. So he came at it with this theory and this depth uh, of knowledge of music. And then you have someone like, okay, I was listening to an interview with Rick Rubin recently where he said uh, that artists should submerge themselves in the greats. You should be listening to a ton of music as much as possible. Just, just fill yourself with as much good music as possible. So then good music and art will be flowing out of you. But then you have somebody like Kurt Vonnegut who says one of the good reasons why good writers are unlikely to come from an English department is because English departments are going to teach you good taste too early. Okay, then you have Quentin Tarantino who says that one of the things he's most proud of is that he didn't go to film school but he just set out to make a good movie. He talks about how his film school, the money he would have spent on that, he spent on film uh, to make his first movie, and that was, he put himself through his own film school. Okay, so do you, do you go to school? Do you not? Or then Quint, the thing about Quentin Tarantino then, on the other hand, is he has he has this photographic memory and he has just watched so many freaking movies he used to work in a uh, video store and so he would just watch a ton of movies so he soaked himself in a bunch of different films uh but then you have someone like Orson Welles that actually says don't soak like this is a literal quote from Orson Welles he says don't soak yourself in too many films his thing is like keep yourself pure for your own original ideas. But then you have go back to Quentin Tarantino, who says that his whole uh, method to learning uh, dialogue was uh, to copy and write down scenes from movies that he memorized. So what he would do is he had uh, he would take a scene from a movie that he uh, would remember the dialogue and he would type it out and as soon as he would forget what came, comes next, he would just elaborate on that and try to continue on in the voice of the actors. And that's how he became, uh, he says, how he became such a great scriptwriter and writing dialogue. So I don't know. Stumbling on an interview with Steve Martin today, apparently all this stuff has just been floating in my mind, marinating. Uh, they've been, it's been, I've been thinking about it for a while. But I'm not sure what I think about it. I'm not sure where I land on all of this. I'm not sure if I have a firm opinion on it or not. But I tell you what, I find it interesting as hell. Rob Morgan is an internationally touring bassist on a journey to discover what it means to live a curious life. At thecuriouspod.com, you'll find an archive of conversations reported all over the world, a map of recording locations, a weekly newsletter, and official podcast merchandise. Rob is recording a daily podcast where he's sharing insights into the creative journey and the secrets to living a curious life that he's discovered from over a decade of traveling the world with music. We here at Curious Endeavors have told him this is probably a mistake and he's an idiot to attempt it, but he won't budge, so that's where we're currently at. We hope you'll enjoy.